All right, welcome back to the 25 Questions podcast. I'm Zach, and I'm here with my friend Ornette, and uh, we're going to answer some more questions. So let's take it away. Uh, Ornette, what, what are your plans for this weekend? Honestly, um, I don't know. I always get invited to things, and then I say, we'll see. So what mm. I'd like to do this weekend is maybe I'll actually go to something I was invited to. How about that? All right. Wait, don't you have that uh, swing dancing thing tomorrow? Yeah, just don't be on the podcast. That Where works. is it? <laughs> Where is no, it? It's, Where is um, it? It's downtown somewhere uh, at a dance hall, I guess. I don't really know. Wait, do you have to pay to get inside? Or? Yeah, it's like 18 bucks. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say, if it was at a park or something, I could come watch. You know? <laughs> but... No, I mean, they give, well, they give you a, they give you a introductory like lesson, so mm-hmm. you learn something, and you're not completely useless. You know, I actually have been thinking about... Um, you know, improving my dance skills because, like, I'm tired of, you know, waking up the next morning from the club and having all these, like, terrifying flashbacks. <laughs> but, like, if I was going to dance, I'd probably pick something a little more urban. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lock pop or, like, a... Yeah, actually, I don't know what you mean now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I have thought about that. And, yeah. um, you know, the lady's like a man who can dance and uh, gyrate, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's always That's always necessary. <laughs> Um, you, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, yeah, well, there's that now. Oh, um, the swinging, yeah. I, I was going to use the cooler answer. I'm going to try flying the drone around. That's, oh, that's right. the cooler should answer. I should have opened it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, yeah that's, that's my weekend plans. As it turns out, uh, not a lot, really. <laughs> Just mainly uh, keeping away from work. Not really bad. That's really about it. We haven't... Um... You know, cycled this year at all yet? Well, I have. I was. Oh, I, I, I went yeah. out twice, but um, that's usually what I do on a Sunday. Mm. You know, just like no plans, get up in the morning, go for a bike ride, and, yeah. And it's a good way to spend the day. And um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll, I gotta get my tires rotated, but that's yeah. for another day. <laughs> get your bike tires rotated. <laughs> it's not even a thing, is it? It's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. All right, so next question. Uh, what's the dumbest thing you believed as a child? Um, maybe, I think, like, that everybody had two parents. I, like, I know... <laughs> it's more like an innocent thing, if anything else. <laughs> it wasn't dumb, but, you know, if you, being a kid, if you just operate your whole childhood under that assumption... Mm, and then yeah. in your early teens, you start to, you know, see the behind the curtain, I guess. Um, yeah. I remember there was this kid um, and he um, he, had, he used to have a different woman pick him up every day. Not a different woman, one of two women. Okay. And uh, we were so confused by that as kids. And then we, I think somebody asked him like, oh, like, is one of them your mom? Like, and he's like, yeah, one's my mom and one's my mom's friend. And um, they were a lesbian couple, but we couldn't put that together. Not that we should have been able to yeah, at the yeah. time, but, you know, we all assumed, you know, mother, father kind of thing. So yeah. I wouldn't say it's the dumbest, but something I can think clearly of that yeah. becomes very apparent at a certain point that that was never true. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think mine would have to be like, I thought everyone was kind of like on the same like social standing when it's like right, right, learn, and like I live, like yeah, living in the country, that's like you know everyone is kind of on the same social standing. Right. You're all more or less in the same class, and then mm-hmm. we moved into the city, and that got completely thrown out the window. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it was like one of those things. Like you know, they don't really teach you that. You know, uh, they, well, they do teach a, a certain equality in a classroom. It's more like communism, but there is like a, <laughs> a, you know, like everybody, <laughs> like we're all the same, yeah, yeah. right? You're all the same, but some are more equal than others. <laughs> the one place I saw the most difference is like the way they used to like hand out punishment. It was always like the same kids used to get punished and the oh, same yeah, kids yeah. who were the stars. Yeah. You know, always get the stickers. And I was always on the punishment side for some reason. <laughs> Probably deserved it. I don't think I really had a class that did the whole stickers star thing. Oh, really? Um, I remember vaguely something about having our names on the board, but I don't think we scored points for being good. Then again, it was the cap. It was the Christian. It was a Christian academy, so technically we were all good. Already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, you know, I rather rather than having a sticker, I'd rather have free admission to heaven. I think yeah, <laughs> we all got the ticket already. Yeah, yeah. Billy, good. you get to go to heaven. You took his pencil. You know what that means? You won't get a pencil in heaven. That's your punishment. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Yeah. All right. Question three. Uh, Scooby Doo and the gang pulls off Trump's mask. Who was he the whole time? You want to take this one? <laughs> was he? Uh, nah, damn it. I actually do have an answer for this. It's going to be Old Man Smithers. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> old Man Jenkins. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that usually the bit? Smithers? No. From Smithers. Uh, The Simpsons. Actually, that would be kind of The guy who ran the power plant didn't know anything about nuclear energy, didn't know anything about anything. He no, just no, knew Smithers he was, was... Oh, Smithers was his yeah. assistant. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was uh, Burns. Mr. Burns. Burns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, thought, I thought you said Mr. Burns. Oh, uh, no, I should have said Mr. Burns. Oh, that was messed up. <laughs> um, I would say kind of a similar answer to Mr. Burns. I would say like maybe Lex Luthor would be under it because, oh, like Lex Luthor is so brilliant that he would play dumb. And he in the comics he ran runs for president. And he wins mm-hmm. because he appeals to people's lower nature. And he says, "Oh, I'm gonna save you guys from these aliens." Yeah, like Superman. So it's like. If somebody who was smart enough to play as dumb as Donald Trump is, I think that would be... Yeah, yeah. but so Mr. Burns is just equally as dumb. Yeah. Now, the real question is, is it the Lex Luthor from that Superman versus Batman film? No, not that one. (laughs) We we forgot about that. We're disavowing that one. (laughs) That never happened. Can can we all just forget that happened? Yeah. I mean, I don't remember someone named Martha. I don't know. There's so many um, terrible quotables. I actually like that movie. Not to go on for the tangent. I like that movie, but that Lex Luthor was... Uh, that's, that's just... Leave I mean, that. I never saw it. I just saw the trailer, but he oh, looked authentic, so... Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Question number four. Uh, what <clears throat> fictional character would you like to see become President of the United States? we got a presidential theme going on here. Okay. okay. Um, fictional character... Huh. Maybe like Fonzie or something like that. No, I don't even know who Fonzie is. The guy Actually, that would be that'd be really interesting. Just get up on the podium. Hey. Um. <laughs> hmm. Maybe I was thinking about like what about it like a weird because you know like the Fresh Prince did all those weird episodes where like something weird would happen and oh, then so he they would imagine himself yeah, yeah, yeah. as remember that episode where Will becomes a business guy and then he's just like all on gas and he's just like has a he has like a cell phone but it's like the nineties <laughs> so no one has a cell phone. Oh. But yeah, maybe like if there was a weird episode of The Fresh Prince where he ended up being president, um, that would be kind of yeah, funny just to see how he would mismanage things so horribly. Yeah. And then he learned a lesson <laughs> in the end, which is like, this is a position of power. You can't just, you be know, be a very holy episode. Yeah. Yeah. Be a goof. I would say, um, oh, who was that character? God, I, I had it, then I lost him again. Come on. 
Oh, the guy from The Critic? Is that... Actually, you know what? Screw it. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. There's a, there was a character in that TV show. Um, so there's a TV show called The Critic. And then there was a character in that TV show called Duke Phillips. And in one episode, he did run for president. And it was essentially like... It was just like all the 90s spins on the presidency you could take just shoved into one episode. And it was during the time when Ross Perot was running for the, uh, the leadership for presidency. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of made him out to be an even worse Ross Perot, which, as it turns out, is vaguely similar to Donald Trump. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that episode of The Simpsons where um, there's like Rudy Giuliani's on the TV and he's like, I oh, am yeah, Rudy yeah. Giuliani, you <laughs> will like me or something, like, you will vote for me. And then I didn't know who he was at the time. And now you see the guy on TV and it's like, Christ, yeah. that's, that's him. It's like that's he just guy. opens his eyes wide and like tells you what <laughs> you should think. Insane. There's a uh, there's a good clip. Uh, I can't remember if it was on YouTube or somewhere, but they showed like the progression of him on TV, and he went from being like this guy that everyone kind of liked or like moderately knew. Yeah, like one of those eccentric New Yorker kind of. Yeah, vibes. they had like, but it wasn't like a, a swing to one side of opinion or the other. And then like progressively over the last ten years, he's just started going like just as hard right as possible on all the topics, and it's just like yeah, it's just interesting to see the progression of like you know who he was and then who he became. It's interesting the conversation people have about the 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 race difference in people in power i'm more concerned with the age difference mm, a lot of these yeah. people who are in presidents and high positions in congress they're like in their 70s and like yep, that's yep. a problem you know this whole new blood thing is a good idea yeah because yeah like you know not having different people of different genders and races is a problem but mm. when when they they are you know if, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's testifying about Facebook and they're like, what is Facebook? Or they, <laughs> did you see the question they asked? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, can somebody hack my Facebook? Was what? Uh, yes, that question. Yes, like literally the most nonsense questions that you would get from a grandparent who's never yeah. used the air- internet. So um, I think that's a thing. Like we should be asking for leaders to be, yeah, uh, you know, show some youth or get some new blood in there. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. And, like, uh, I guess, well, Justin Trudeau's kind of did that, too, with his cabinet. But it's just, like, yeah. Yeah, no, the diversity thing is definitely a problem. Um, especially, like, uh, oh, what was it? It was, uh, there's a lot, a lot of people were complaining about the Senate, uh, the Canadian Senate. And this is going to be a real, real interesting topic. <laughs> <laughs> but during, during C-45, or the <clears throat> marijuana legalization bill, there's, like, mm-hmm. uh, there's all these old people voting right. on marijuana, or, or I should say cannabis consumption, that's going to become, you know, legislation. And a lot of people on, online seemed upset <laughs> that there's this 55, 70-year-old dude right. who's, like, you know, been a straight-laced guy this whole time. And he's, has, and he's now the guy who has a vote that counts whether or not to legalize cannabis or not. And the thing is, like, when they were younger, all you can think of is marijuana is the, the rebellious kids. Yeah. And also, like, the devil's lettuce whole, that whole <laughs> ideal, how it's, like, yeah. it's demonized to the point where... It's not talked about in society. Well, now yeah. it, it is now, but like, that's the age issue. You know, I think we, let's all push for diversity of age amongst our leaders. Yeah. Please. All right. Uh, question number five. What's your top Instagram photo? Well, because I have uh, the business account, I can actually look this up. <laughs> Wait. So is this your favorite of your own stuff or? Are we not go- going to play by numbers? I was going to go by numbers. Well, you can go by numbers. <laughs> I'll go by the, my favorite one. I'm because my numbers ain't impressive. <laughs> I mean, you I, should you should I, know like which one you got the most uh, hits on of all time. I do know which. One. Well, I don't know. I could look it up, but like 
I'm less interested in that. I want to pick my favorite one. Oh, we're going to go for our favorite. Oh, I don't really have a favorite. I just kind of just post shit. Oops, mm. I said a swear word. I can't do that. Um, I have to bleep that out. Maybe in post. Uh, let's see. 45, 65. I had one that got pretty... Oh, there you go. 95. I got 95 likes. Which one is it? That was the... Um, so it's a picture of a um, place in Sintra in Portugal. The well one. Okay, how about this? You tell me which you which one you think is my best, and I'll tell you which I think is your best. I think I the one. You look at your profile now. So yeah. Take a second. Getting those clicks. Um, <laughs> Get those clicks. <laughs> I know which one I think is. I already told you this before. The one where we're in Japan at those that those Tory gates, and then with the uh, the priest dude. Oh, okay. That, yeah. that, was, that was a fire. Good... Yeah, yeah, that was an amazing picture. Um, even regardless of what the outcome was with the the likes or the comments, like. Who cares? You know, that yeah. was clearly like a surefire, you know. Um, that was it, a good, yeah, it was a good yeah. shot. I like that one a lot. Um, watch, it's going to be one <laughs> that I, I ended up taking of you when we were somewhere. <laughs> Actually, this one on the beach isn't that bad. Actually, yeah, that's pretty decent. I didn't take that, though. Yeah, so, we'll so I'm in it. <laughs> well, whatever. We'll, uh, <laughs> we can leave it there. Yeah. It there. Actually, some of the Fuji pictures are fire, too. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one, yeah. Go back, go back. Oh, yeah, you did take that one. Yeah. Um, where is it? That one right there. Oh, yeah, in the fog, yeah. But we should just move on because no one knows what, what Yeah, no one knows what we're at. talking about. Yeah, so. <laughs> Can you guys imagine this great... Just imagine, like, the best picture you've ever seen... That's what we're talking about. If you are listening and you'd like to see these photos, um, what's your Instagram? Oh, that other Zach. At, nope. Crap. At that other Zach. And mine is at Ornette the first. I'll throw it in the description of the podcast anyway, just to... Actually, that'd be a good way of keeping track of who's on the show. And by who's on the show, I mean, like, so far, just Welcome you. Welcome on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, the Instagram at, at or um, Twitter username. Like, I'm so, like, like, I know, like, I'm so, like, in tune with reality, I know that... There's gonna be so little people listening to this, and even less who are even gonna add me. Like, my, it's probably yeah, gonna yeah, be zero. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like I'll be waiting for those. Uh, <laughs> waiting for those likes. Yeah, can't wait to Get show you the picture. <laughs> yeah. It's like dead silence. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> crickets. Social media silence is the true sword of the day. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, back when they used to cut people's heads off, that's oh. essentially the equivalent now. Like when, when people have, uh, when it's dead silence on social media. Yeah. Makes it feel alone. Anyways, <laughs> shall we move on? Yes, yes. All right, you have five seconds to say something smart. What do you say? Um, oh, I did say E equals MC squared when we spoke about this earlier. But honestly, <laughs> actually, I remember, if I could just tell a brief story, um, when we were in Japan, I remember we went up to that bar, and then afterwards, so we all get, we're all loaded. Like, yeah. nobody's really, like, you know, able to have any intelligible conversation. But we were talking, whatever. <laughs> And do you remember that guy who was who lived in China and he was a teacher? That white dude, the kind of buff guy. Wasn't that all of them? <laughs> no, no, it was that was him. Anyways, so we're all drunk off our asses, and he just pulls out his camera and he says, "Say two words," and he put the camera in our face. You don't remember that? I think I vaguely remember that. And it was oh yes, yeah. yes, I do remember him. Nah, yeah, yeah. And it was hilarious because he asked us to say not two intelligent words, just yeah. two words. Two words. And nobody did it properly. Yeah. I said, <laughs> I said, I think I said. Um, arigato, hello. 
so two different languages. And this other girl, like, literally couldn't even put two words together. Like, but uh, I think he wanted to show it to his students, but he's like, oh, this uh, is such a fail. Like, these guys, these guys Well, were first like, of all, there's alcohol involved. Second of all, you're asking people who have been drinking a lot to then right. say two additional words. Right. But, I, yeah, I particularly don't face. like these kind of questions for that reason. That, like... I, mean, I you had come up five seconds. You gave up after two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is how bad it is. I thought about the question before we started the podcast, and I still didn't come ah, up with anything, which, okay. is, which is terrible. But you, you can go ahead. Yeah, smartest thing I can say? Well, Rick and Morty is a very intelligent show, and it takes a high IQ to know anything about it. That's that. That's kind of condescending, don't you think? <laughs> it's it's copypasta. That's all I got. <laughs> what is that, copypasta? I don't know. That. It's no. um. It's like... How to put Oh, like copy-paste? Yeah, copypasta. It's like... Essentially, I want to say text-based meme. Okay. So it's like, it's a well-known thing that people will post Oh, everywhere. I think you shared something with, um, in our, in our WhatsApp group. I just didn't understand it, but yeah, you put copy. Yeah, copy, like, it's yeah, copy seen it. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, that's what that is. I didn't know what was going. And the thing is, um, actually I think this might be an um, interesting little segue here. Segue. You seem to have like an understanding of, you know, internet, um, uh, conversation and language that most yeah. people don't so like it's interesting to see the way that you know internet people i'll call you one of those people <laughs> series of tubes um yeah. how internet people can communicate with each other and then there's social media people and then there's the rest of us and then there's a raw mix in there but yeah like i never would have known that like yeah. people everybody <laughs> knows what memes are but then there's like internet people memes which are like a completely different thing from social media memes, mm. right? Well, actually, thank you for the comment. And then I'm going to shatter it immediately by saying, when my cousin first told me that line, that Rick and Morty line, copy pasta, yeah. I was being like, I thought she was being serious. So, of course, I kind of like semi-joined in, not realizing what I was oh. doing. And then I looked it up. Um, oh, I, I must have looked it up like a week or so later. And I was like, oh. And I'm like, and I just can't imagine like her, being her and she's in her head just laughing like, what an idiot. <laughs> he doesn't get it. <laughs> but yeah. no, there, there's, yeah. there's that internet lingo, and, um, especially at the Reddit meetups, which you've been to. Mm -hmm. um, you can see like some, the, the way people communicate is just different. Um, and then we throw right. upvotes at each other when we, when we like what they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The upvoting. And <laughs> yeah. I've recently gone on Reddit, so I'm starting to understand, you know. And the people talk in a very condensed they speak in large paragraphs but very condensed language so it's like hard to keep up sometimes it's like they're you know the, the mm. conversation is already moving forward i'm like what is what does this mean i gotta look up these words individually yeah. and god um, help you if you if someone like doesn't link a source or doesn't link to like something to help understand what they're talking about right. especially if it's like a complex issue like i don't know world trade fuck it oops there's a swear word i gotta bleep that <laughs> are you gonna uh, bleep the cursing i mean i have the podcast listed as explicit i don't really think it's necessary to, but at the same time, keep it PG or maybe what is that PG fourteen? <laughs> well, think days. about it this way: if we make it explicit, there's going to be six listeners. But if we make it Ooh. open to everyone, we might have twelve. That's true. That's true. Can get be, bigger audience. There might be like a fourteen year old kid out there who's yeah. like, I can listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is, look at the age. Ooh, it's right in the bracket. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move on <clears throat> to the next question. What is the most millennial thing you've ever done? Oh, man, I was thinking about this. Um, the most millennial thing I've ever done. 
I mean, I can tell you already, I have put avocado on toast, which I told you about. Oh, right. Which, yeah, that's... Was that's, it worth it? Was it worth the... Hell yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> people looking at you? Was this in public or in private? No, this is in private, but it's worth it. I mean, avocados get this, this nice texture to it. It's almost like peanut butter, but a little more coarse. Um, I don't know. It works. Tastes I, good. I don't know what the most millennial thing I've ever done is, but I can tell you the most millennial thing that I have to resist on a constant basis, which is to... <sighs> Whip out my phone and record things for absolutely no reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll do I it. think, th- like, I have to resist the urge, and but it helps when I see other people doing it because I'm like, mm. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, the, um, there was, uh, that, uh, group of people, I think it was three people who got shot in Queen Street the other, uh, the other day. Um, and people were recording dead bodies with their phone. Oh. Or, um, you know, you'll be walking, like when I was walking through Orlando, people just holding their phones up and just moving. They're not recording anything specific. They're just like recording. It's such yeah. a, it's such a millennial thing to have everything documented, but you just never go back and look at it ever again. I know I don't, you know what I mean? Actually, this brings up a good point because actually, have you heard of something called IRL streamers? No. So an IRL streamer is an in real life streamer. And what they do is they take their cell phone or their um, DSLR camera mm-hmm. and they do a live stream of their daily life or them doing something in real life mm-hmm. at the gym, at a restaurant. It's just them streaming the experience of them doing that thing. And are they particularly good at that thing? Is it like, oh, I'm a, I'm a fitness athlete. Watch me work out. Is it like, oh, I'm, a, I'm so good at, you know, you know, biking. Watch my GoPro feed. Like, no, it's just... They will sit there and they're average people. It's just they're average people doing an average thing. And people people will watch this. And you've watched it, clearly. Yes, because, well, <laughs> segue. Um, <clears throat> one of the, a, a friend of mine online, um, who I, I play sometimes a game with, um, he was he, one of his friends does this. He mm-hmm. takes his, he lives in LA, he takes his um, phone and he records just him hanging out at a location. And he does it for about an hour. And then that's that's the stream, and he gets like donations and people like you know comment and like tell him to do stuff and wow yeah it's weird <laughs> it's really it's really weird what a time to be alive all right question number eight what is something people never use correctly and uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the packets of sugar um, you're not supposed to like tear off the top you're supposed to like uh, snap them in half over your coffee and again the reason why. <laughs> You just kept laughing. It's not that funny. No. <laughs> I think I've heard this story before. <laughs> no, I swear I've told you this before. I definitely told Dimitri. I've told Dimitri this once. Um, but yeah, the reason it's, sanit- it's not sanitary. You're supposed to snap it in half. Um, you know, I like I like my coffee like I like my women. Black oh. and strong. So <laughs> I have no need for sugar. But that was a very interesting tidbit about uh, sugar there. Oh, that's, that's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's dive to something pop culture y. Lyrically, who is the greatest rapper of all time? Um, I, I have I have my ideas about who I think is the best, like technically, but who's my mm. favorite, like to hear their lyrics, even if they're not like the best technical lyrics. I would have to say, I would have to say Ice Cube. He's one of my favorites. That's, yeah. Because the, the, it's, you know, I love people or artists or rappers who've, can like find comedy pockets in like serious content you know what I okay. mean? so he has a lot of um 
lines like in down for whatever yeah uh, pimping ain't easy but it's necessary that's why i'm yeah. chasing hoes like tom <laughs> chases jerry yeah that's like hilarious if yeah. you think about it like if you think about the cartoon how like tom like literally sacrifices his whole life runs into walls falls for all these traps just to get after <laughs> so um yeah i'd say ice cube um yeah. for sure um i want to say Will Smith because he doesn't have to rap in his rhymes to sell records. <laughs> That's true, and also, you know, he was the first rap artist to win a Grammy. Oh, ever there was no rap category before then, and then they had a rap category, and then he won. But um, you know, there's a good strong case for him to not to say he's the most lyrical, but um, you know, he's his content is the most fun. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's a lot of fun songs you can sing to. Yeah, like you think about like. You know, getting jiggy with it, yeah. Miami, just the two of us, the Men in Black theme song, oh, which yeah, was that like one I was about to say, yeah. amazing. <laughs> like every time the Men in Black theme song comes on, I just want to like get in, a, in like, <laughs> a flash mob and just start dancing like all the aliens are dancing. And it, yeah, that was amazing. But um, in terms of lyrics, is it really Will Smith or is it somebody else? Uh, actually, I would probably go for Eminem just because I like a lot of his songs. Right. And like I controversially, he's not that great anymore, but you know... It is what it is. I, I'll listen to it either way. Here's a question. What do you think about people who say when white people listen to rap music, they always say Eminem is their favorite? What do you think <laughs> about that? Like Not in a, not in like yeah. a racial way. Just yeah, like, yeah. What do you think about that idea that he's... Can he be the, someone's favorite just because he's their favorite? Or does someone's race come into play? You know, if, hmm. if somebody else, like say... um. A young Filipino kid says Eminem's my favorite. People accept that. Yeah. But if a white person listens to rap and says, out of all these guys, I like this guy, people have a problem with that. Or if that's what I've heard people vocalize. Hmm. You know, I think you like who you like. And technically, lyrically, he is definitely one of the best. Yeah. I would say, in ter- for answering that question, for me, the reason why well, I, mean, I like Eminem is just I was introduced to him... First, because I, I grew up during the time that you know his rise to rise to fame essentially, and a little bit after that. So it's like mm-hmm. it's music that I can kind of identify with, or at least I know enough about. It's like oh, I know this song. Um, but as for like why, I think another reason though for that is again, it's like you look up pictures of the rapper and you kind of like you instant and it sounds bad, but you do kind of like judge right, what right. you're going to be hearing. Well, like a huge theme in hip hop music is. Um, persona right yeah yeah you see the persona and you kind of get like okay and you see eminem you're like oh angry white kid all right this is fine <laughs> but no mm. like um aside from that though his um his rap is is funnier to listen to than most it's it will be uh, somewhat culturally relevant to the times that it's really that it's released in and also it's just ah he's just good with the rhythm and uh, the lyrics are interesting i don't know i feel like that's what keeps me entertained a lot of the time it's just Hearing a, a well-written, um, well, I want to say lyric, but I don't know that's not correct. You know, like a, a series of four verses. That's what I want to say. Series, of, you hear like four verses, and it, it makes a lot of like it just sounds really good. You're like, oh, this is yeah. No, I, he is one of the. I think in older um, hip hop, that was a theme to have comedy in it, not yeah. so serious or not so lyrical, just to be lyrical, lyrical to entertain. You know what I mean? Like we're yeah. listeners, we want to hear something that's entertaining. And yeah. we, and you know, I know you're a comedy lover, and so am I. <laughs> so I want if I'm listening to the music and he says something funny, like that's 
a line I'm waiting for, you know what I yeah. mean? So as far as the, that conversation in terms of the whole race thing, I think you like who you like. I don't really care, one. I don't really care why other people like other artists. Like, I got no, my own no, reasons, no. and uh, no, it's it's like picking over like you know who's better, the Beach Boy. No, I'm sorry, the Rolling Stones or the Beatles. It's like, come on, they, they each got their own audiences to tend to. There is some crossover, but at the end of the day, you know, you like who you like. Do you have a, do you have a number two or somebody else you would say that's there? Because I know you like Ice Cube as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I know you're bumping. Um, Mama said, "Knock you out" by yeah. LL Cool J. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're oh man, what was that last song? Remember when we uh, it was uh, there's Chameleon Air I know on my iPod as well. Um, that okay, first of all, I gotta tell, tell the brief story because <laughs> it just killed it just killed me until all ends. So let me just you know you know just fast forward the story real quick. Okay, so Snack and myself we're climbing Mount Fuji. Um, I didn't have a time time to put together a playlist, so I slapped one together very last minute. Um, I think it was when we were on the bus. Well, actually, we had plenty of time. I just never yeah. did it. So we're walking up the mountain, and I'm listening to music in my headphones, and he's listening to music in his headphones. And I'm like, yo, Zach, what are you listening to? And he shows me, <laughs> and it's like Chameleon Eric. What's it called? Good Morning? <laughs> Good Morning by Chameleon Eric. And I'm like, yeah, I almost <laughs> fell off the whole mountain. I'm like, what the hell? I didn't expect that at all. So <laughs> Good song to listen to, and it's yeah. like four in the morning, and you're hiking up that up that hill. But yeah. literally, I was expecting to see, like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, bare naked <laughs> ladies or something like yeah yeah something yeah. bare naked ladies yeah. Jane and maybe some yeah, yeah but then yeah. it's funny because um, my playlist that I slapped together I wish I took more time on it but like mm. I was just so surprised when he showed it to me I'm like I would have guessed a million artists before Chameleonaire but uh, yeah. you know <laughs> that's what shows that people like what they like and they uh, go looking for it too like yeah. um, they go hunting for it but. Yeah, did you have a, a second lyrical um, rapper or artist? I don't think so. I think it's just like a, a combination of just other artists after Eminem. Um, I know there's some, there's a couple of Ghetto Boys songs on there, but like those are like, I don't even know why they're on there anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're interesting. Yeah, to yeah, okay. All right, question 10. <clears throat> what do you like about keeping fish as pets? Um... Well, you know, in adulthood, I realize now that when people, you know, they always talk about, you know, relationships between other people or whatever. So, um, or can you take care of something? Can you take care of yourself? Can you take care of someone else? Mm -hmm. So I always look at um, fish as a representation of the least amount of responsibility of, of a form of life. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you can take care of a fish, you can take care of a hamster. If you can take care of a hamster, you can take care of a cat or a dog, and then eventually you can take care of yourself, and then you can take care of another human being, which is the <laughs> ultimate goal. So, um, yeah, that's what I would say um, is the... Uh, that's that what I like sense. about them. And I did have fish when I was a kid. Um, actually, my parents did. And I had, a, I had a hamster. It only lived like two months, which might have been my fault. Um, <laughs> Slight denial. Might have been. Yeah. So, but yeah, I like I like what they represent. You yeah. Know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. My answer is not as uh, life uh, advice not as, as it deep. is. Not as deep. No, it's um, my dad had an aquarium and it just looked nice to watch the fish in the afternoon. <laughs> and so, that's literally the only reason he had it too. It just like he'd like just like to watch the fish. For all those uh, single guys out there who uh, are just hooking up with women and can't get in a relationship, get 
a fish or get some fish and start off with that and see if you can love the fish and then try to love <laughs> a different animal and then maybe you can love yourself. All so right. turned to a life podcast. Nice. <laughs> <This> is good. <laughs> All right. What, question 11. What popular song do people innocently sing along to and the lyrics aren't all that innocent? Well, yeah, I said Summer of 69. Um, I don't even know the, the lyrics to that song. I just know what it's about. Yeah. And I think it's hilarious. It's funny because I remember someone asked Brian, is it Brian Adams? Yeah, I think it's Brian Adams. Yeah. They asked him, like, um, you know, is that song really about what what it, you know, everyone else thinks it is? Yeah. And he kind of gave a nonchalant maybe. Like, of course it is. <laughs> but it's like, again, unless you, like, really look at the lyrics, because you will never guess. It's like, oh, bought my first real six string, you know, bought it, bought it, got it at the five and dime. And you're thinking, like, oh, it's kind of like, you know, it's a guitar, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then unless you actually do some lyrical interpretation, you're like, oh, is he talking about, oh, oh. <laughs> I think a lot of um, music, especially nowadays, actually, is very sexualized and drug-heavy. So in order to get on the radio, like we spoke about the yeah. I Can't Feel My Face record, that weekend song, you have like, you know, five-year-old kids singing it. And yeah. the thing is to me is like I have my question to you does it matter if the lyrics are explicit if you don't know they are well again I'll jump into my answer which is the song by Kem- it's called uh, Chemistry by Semisonic oh I know that song yeah and yeah. again unless you yeah. really looked at the lyrics it just sounds like he's talking about getting a chemistry set and like you know right. playing around with chemicals when in reality it's about sex it's like surprise there you go and unless you, again, looked at lyrics. But, like, what I think I'd be bothered by kids singing it. I mean, not random kids. Not my kids. I don't give a shit. My kids, I was like, eh, you know what? I sure shit ain't gonna tell you how that works. So you can might as well find out from music. <laughs> yeah, I think if they could, you know, it can be innocent. Yeah. yeah. Not too bad. But, again, like, in our songs, like, Jumper, which is, like, about suicide or keeping someone from committing suicide. Right. Um, and, again, it's, like, that one's more evident, you know, what it's about. But, but when you used to sing it. And I remember when I used to sing the song, I first used to, when I first heard it, I'm like, oh, I like this song. It didn't matter to me what it was about. I just knew I liked it. Yeah. And then you, and then you find out the meaning is, and you like it more. But yeah. at the time, like, it, it doesn't matter because I'm enjoying the song, and and yeah. really, it's you know, there's a positive twist in the song as well, right? So it's not only about yeah. My my kid was singing like a Marilyn Manson song, and <laughs> and. And there, I don't know if there is any subcontext. I think it just goes right for it. But um, no, I yeah, if I ever hear like death metal coming from my children's rooms, like, all right, you know, we're gonna have a long talk about this, <laughs> just because, like, I, yeah, I just, I don't. It's not like I think there's anything wrong with that music. It's just like, come on, there's gotta be something more interesting that you could listen to. Again, no offense to heavy metal fans out there. <laughs> not a real fan. Not a real fan. It's like country music. It's almost on the same level as country music for me, but country music ranks above it. <laughs> Actually, um, I love corny, radio, pop, crossover, country music. That's an opinion. You're entitled to it. You can get the <laughs> fuck off the podcast. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. I don't care what anybody says. Florida, Georgia Line, all those crossover artists um, that you know maybe used to be country and... Um, are not anymore or they like to play in that crossover area i love it i love um rascal flats i love those guys and i'm not ashamed to say it <laughs> it's an opinion it's an opinion <laughs> i mean i think the closest i've ever gotten to country was maybe like 
Frank Sinatra or something very similar to him. That's about as close as I'll get. <laughs> Jesus, that's not. That's like, isn't that more the blues kind exactly. of jazz it's just, big band? It's right? not yeah. as fast paced as country music, but it, in lyrically speaking, it does get kind you, of. You tell me you can't mess with no like um, Johnny Cash or anything like that. Oh yeah, some Johnny Cash songs are okay. I don't think I have any particularly ones that stand out, but I know I've I've heard some. And I'm like, this is alright. I think the classic uh, country uh, music is very entertaining and emotional and, and and deep. No, really, I like it. Um, minus whatever racial you know undertones they have. I don't know. I don't know if there are any, but it's very homely. I'll be like, am I allowed to like this song? You gotta listen to it in private. Oh no. Um, yeah, we'll just leave it there. Draw it there. All right. Uh, question twelve. What do you miss the most about being a kid? I'm just gonna say it. Recess. I miss recess. You, do you miss recess? I miss recess. I don't. Okay. You tell yeah, me why you no, miss no. it, and I'll tell you I'll why. Paint, I don't. I'll paint you a picture. You're okay. at work. It's a long day. You're okay. already three hours in. It's ten o'clock. You're not going anywhere till twelve. That's your lunch break. You got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. If you were in school, though, you'd be outside running around in the field or inside of its winter playing some games not a care in the world you know eating some snacks in the yogurt tubes maybe the capri sun packets that that's golden never mind i I, the only thing i can the only other thing i can think of that would come close to that is like being able to go back in the play place i mean technically i can go in there now but (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't paint a good picture for the rest of the people in there almost comes with a mugshot yeah Um, (laughs) sir sir i think as a as a kid my favorite thing was recess but as an adult looking back recess reminded me of the the crushing control of society really (laughs) it's like you get to go outside for 20 minutes you're not allowed to come back in until the 20 minutes is up but as soon as 20 minutes is up you got to go back and i remember um being in elementary school and it used to be like minus 25 and they would sometimes make us go outside and literally i used to go up to the um they had like a teacher's assistant or somebody who would like monitor the kids They're mostly volunteers from parents who lived in the uh, neighborhood and they i would it was like oh i don't have my gloves today i'm freezing and they would not let you back inside i'm like this is prison <laughs> they tell you when you can go outside it's, it's the yard time you know what i mean <laughs> and because they know what's going to happen if you're inside all day you're going to lose control of the classroom the, yeah the prisoners will riot they'll rebel <laughs> throw toilet paper from i don't know where they get it from but um you know, I always thought of recess fondly, you know, great moments, mm. but also like looking back, I felt like, you know, we were, you know, animals in a zoo and they were just yeah. trying to give us just enough of a break where we wouldn't, you know, lose our minds, but not enough to really enjoy yourself. But yeah, I, I, that's yeah. a good answer. I mean, the only thing I can think of that would come close to recess as an adult is like the smoke break, which is now like, you can't do that. Not only because like, you know, you'll be looked upon as like the scourge of humanity smoking a cigarette outside. But you also, like, just, it's bad for you in general. And, like, uh, you only get five minutes. It's not 15 minutes. It's not half hour. Get five minutes. Go smoke a cigarette. Come back in. <laughs> All right. Uh, question 13. What blew your mind as a kid? I'm trying to think. What blew my mind? I, I know. Um, you know those um, commercials for, like, on Saturday morning cartoons like those toys oh yeah they always blew my mind because I'm like Jesus Christ <laughs> this is so good 
and I want this so badly, and they knew exactly how to get me. Like, I remember I used to love all the Batman toys, and they used to have Joker standing on this, like, hill made out of, like, Lego pieces or something, and the car would come and crash, and oh, it would fall yeah, over, yeah, and, like, yeah. and Batman would come out of the car, and I'm like, wow, like, this is, it used to <laughs> blow, blow my mind how effective they were. Like, they'd always get me. And, yeah. And I, I would, my, uh... My desire used to always rise, you know. It's they were, they were thrilling to watch, yeah. but I think um, that blew my mind how you know how easily I could be manipulated <laughs> while sitting in front of the TV. I'm trying to think. I was, uh, I think what uh, I didn't really blow my eyes. Uh, it's not, again, I'm going. Back, I'm getting like most of the belief questions mixed in here. Um, I think just like when you were approached with like a complex subject, that would, uh, that's actually kind of a generic response. I'm not going to reuse that. <laughs> um, you know what? I don't think anything blew my, nothing is coming to mind that blew my mind. Um, the toy commercials would come close. The only thing I can think of that would be somewhat close to that is like um, the fact that like some adults, uh, oh, see, that's not a good answer either. Uh, see, I don't know. Nothing blew my mind as a kid. <laughs> I was going to ask earlier when we started this, are we allowed to like, skip questions that we don't have any answers to? I just try to answer them as I go. I mean, like, I'll just be like, you know what? I don't want to leave dead air. So I'm not going to like, you know, sit here and be like, hmm. <laughs> I'm going to try to answer it off the top of my head. And if it doesn't work, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to drop it. <laughs> I'm sure some of these questions, the answer is going to strike me randomly when I'm at home. <laughs> just lying. About I'm like, ah. I should have said, oh, okay. And then, okay. No, like, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, question 14. What can you immediately help? Oh, sorry, I already butchered that one. Um, how can you immediately tell a story is fake? Um, I don't know. Like, I think everybody has their own intuition when somebody's telling you a story, whether it's a little... Okay, there's, okay, there's fake, never happened. Yeah. There's embellished, where it did happen, but it may have a spin for entertainment, yeah. which I do that sometimes. Like, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll tell a story of something i do did and i'd i'll throw some spin on it to entertain people mostly on my own cost of my own mm. of myself you know what i mean it makes me look worse <laughs> but it's funny right yeah yeah um but in terms of how you can tell if stories fake i guess people just have their own intuition you know sometimes i think i i believed someone's story wasn't truthful but it may have been you know what i mean mm. so you just gotta go with your gut but i did see one of those um ted talks it was like how to spot a liar or whatever. Um, and essentially saying like if you believe somebody's story is untrue. I think it was from that TED Talk. Maybe not. Um, ask them to recite the story in its major bullet points backwards. Because a story that's truthful, you don't oh, have yeah, to. Know. You remember. Yeah. You don't have to then say, okay, da, da, da. Um, but yeah, I guess everybody has that thing. you never, you never been at a table with a bunch of people. And somebody's telling a story and every, everybody knows it's bullshit. <laughs> like, every single person knows. Yeah. It's like, oh, not this story again. That never yeah. happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's how you can tell stories fake. When, like, a whole group of people... Can I agree, like, yeah. as a group? Like a jury. Like a jury. He's <laughs> yeah. guilty. This shit never happened. Actually, that reminds me. There was that guy in Japan who uh, went to... <laughs> Which one? Which one? Uh, that guy, he was also from Toronto. Karaguchi Station. That guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> was that a British guy? That was a British guy. Yamaguchi no. or whatever. The, was no, accent. no. It was, uh, he said um, he had like a wild night out in Rapongo. Oh, right. That, that, yeah, that, that guy, guy from Toronto. Shout out. What was his name? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, Lord. That guy was funny. But you remember, um, he had that one story where, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure we should 
everything on the podcast, but... I'll just give the abridged version. The abridged version is that he had a, a night out with a lady, and um, she did nefarious things to him, but he over-embellished every point right. along the way. No, okay, but was he embellishing, or did he make it up? Because I felt like he made that entire story out. And that was the other thing, like... Ah, oh, yeah, there's some, again, like, there's points of this story where it's just, like, you can tell, like, okay, that, that doesn't sound quite right. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to really, I don't want to out him. <laughs> uh, just out of, oh, man. Yeah. Now that I think back on the story, it was so ridiculous. Like, yeah, but there's, there's the answers. It's like, when there's <clears throat> components of a story that more or less sound outrageously ridiculous, and there's, like, five of us, five of us that knew him at the hostel, Right. And we all talk to each other outside of, like, without him there. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that's, that's made up. That never happened, yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, um, we all need to have our own wild nights in Rapongi stories. So <laughs> just go, actually go to Rapongi, have a good time. Um, keep, keep care of your wallet, but uh, have a good time. And, and just, people, can we try to tell the truth? Yeah, that's again. Truth. Yeah, <laughs> not put other people through the pain of listening to our horrible stories <laughs> that we made up. You know what it was? I don't. I think most most of the times people tell um, fake stories, or it's like a anxiety thing. Like, so there's something there's something specific they have anxiety about. So he might have had anxiety about how good looking he is and like mm. his sexual prowess. So he specifically made up a story targeted to recover for that to make him yeah. seem like a like a sex panther or whatever <laughs> and it didn't work it backfired but like most of the time i think it's that it's people trying to you know compensate for something so they tell you a story to yeah. then make you think you know it's like a the old magician trick don't look here look here yeah yeah right yeah distraction from what's yeah right. that makes sense um but he, he wasn't doing anything on Rapongi that night or any other night <laughs> All right, question 15. What city, country, or state would you live like to go to and why? Um, as for country, I can say China. Um, just because it's, it's like Japan where it's like, uh, like that's actually kind of culturally insensitive. But uh, <laughs> no, but it's the atmosphere is very similar in the sense that I'm completely out of my element. It's everything's foreign. And it's like, you got, I got to like, <clears throat> that's what I really get a kick out of when I travel is just being completely lost and having to find my way. Yeah, there there is a certain ounce of you know terror and like survival when you're just like, oh okay, nobody speaks English here. Great. Yeah, and like, how can I solve this? And then you whip out the yeah, Google, Google Translate, Translate right? <laughs> yeah. Um, or in my case, it was the phrase book where everything was written in the casual and not the formal, and I just made an ass of myself ninety percent of the time anyway. <laughs> um, this woman I used to work with, she said she told me, um, I think it was before we went to Amsterdam. She told me that. Um, she went backpacking some years ago, like a long time ago, before the internet, before phones or whatever. Not before phones, but before cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that at first. I was like, wow, she's uh, old. <laughs> but she said, like, when they, they, she landed, uh, she did a backpack tour through Europe and um, they had to, they had maps. Yep. They had to ask people where things are. They didn't just, like, go exploring random neighborhoods like mm. we do, like, looking something up on TripAdvisor, you would have to know where you're going. I think that would be fascinating to be able to go back and just be able, not go back in time, but to travel like that, where it's like, you got to rely on other people more, you know? Yeah. We rely on the internet, but like relying on other people is the old way. And, you know, people travel a lot more because they don't have to rely on people. They don't, yeah. 
I, I don't know if I share the story. It's very brief, but I'm not going <laughs> to say who this is about. Um, but um, a friend of mine, they went to uh, on a vacation somewhere, and they said that they were there for a few days, and they didn't have to and didn't speak to anybody there while they were there because they didn't have to. It was like mm. a you know, layover or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of interesting. Like, in the past, you would have to rely on people to get around. You have no choice. You have to be friendly or have a phrase book or something. But now you could just Oh, I see. They just, yeah, they just sat down, opened their phone, and, yeah, went on Facebook. Um, What was the... Okay, country. Okay, you said China. Yeah. Um, Out of your element. Um, And that's something you're going to be doing, right? Eventually. Hopefully. Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, I'd, I'm interested in going to China too. Um, maybe one day. Yeah. Okay, so it says uh, state. So is there any spe- specific um, place in China you'd like to go? City? Uh, honestly, I'm probably just going to do like the touristy ones where you just hit up Shanghai um, and Beijing and whatever's, whatever's in between and uh, just do that route. Um, only because it's like, while I know there are more places in China than those two... <laughs> Um, the end result is that I only have so many vacation days and if I'm going to do the sites, I got to make effective use of the time. So likely it'll be whatever's in between Shanghai and Beijing and maybe some fringe areas outside of that. But you know, ultimately it's all up to time. Um, okay. I think my answer would be, I always, I've had this fascination with like the South in the United States, like the (laughs) Southern belt. Um, I've been wanting to go to New Orleans or New Louisiana. Um, I think eventually I'll try to go there, and I just want to, you know, try, you know, eat eat some gator nuggets, and, and that'd be alligator nuggets. Um, you know, go on one of those like um, swamp tours. Oh yeah, and just experience, you know, their culture. And um, I like people from the south; like they have a southern charm about them. You know, though there is a lot of issues there, of course, mm. they do have this way of addressing people. Which is more formal, and, and they tend to be, at least in my experience, more uh, accommodating and kind. At least, hmm. uh, you know, my personal experience. I'm not speaking for other people who've <laughs> had na- names lobbed at them. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've, like I find the South more interesting than the East Coast or the West Coast. Um, they have more, you know, flavor there, I guess. Huh. And good and good food. I want to try, you know, try the food. Yeah. There. And the only thing I think was like getting some really good barbecue or something like that. That'd be good though. Yeah, gator nuggets. You gotta try them. They're all the rage. Huh. Alright, question 16. What's your favorite film of all time? You can go first on this all right. one. I'm just gonna say it's Office Space because it's just so unironically relevant to my career now. And it's just I watched it. Oh man, I totally forgot about Office Space. Yeah, that, yeah. that is an incredible movie. And I, I, think I told you this story. I've told multiple of you this story. But like when I got to my first um, internship job, and I sat down at my desk, and the, one of the first emails I got that day had, if you could do that, that would be great at the end of the email. <laughs> it's and like I, the most classic line for that movie. Yeah, which is like, a, yeah, the catchphrase of the entire damn movie. And I just almost like put my head on my keyboard. I was just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh man, that that's that movie has a down for whatever playing in that too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. and the Which Ghetto is, Boys. When, is the that Ghetto when they're Boys, being yeah. up the printer or the yeah, fax machine? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that movie was um, hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's very like um, young, 
professional like yeah this is this is your life and i i (laughs) I work in an office plaza now this is that's where i work i work in an office plaza and the funnest place to go might as well be chocksky's because it's a tim hortons (laughs) (laughs) it's all i got (laughs) oh actually there is a place right around the corner called uh, horn dogs it's a barbecue it's a barbecue joint okay and yeah that place (laughs) (sighs) so can you enjoy the movie now knowing how real it is yeah that it 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 was kind of like a dark comedy is it dark comedy or just a regular comedy i mean it's still a fun thing to watch like it's it's still a really fun movie to watch um like what do you think the advice is at the end of the the movie like not the advice what do you think the 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 lesson in the movie is because he he loses his inhibitions and um he speaks more freely yeah he doesn't give a shit and he just starts doing whatever he wants what do you think that what they're trying to communicate in the movie it shows that there's a uh, it's healthy to do that because mm-hmm. it did it did show it did you know <clears throat> got rid of all his stress he was like less concerned about life stuff happening to him uh, you know his girlfriend breaks up with him he's just like oh, whatever <laughs> hangs up the phone um and then there's also the side was like it shows you that it can go too far eventually it right. gets to the point where they try to steal money from the company because of his laissez-faire like you know i'm just gonna do it whatever right. And it shows how that could be wrong. You know, that's kind of like imperative, but again, it's wrong. Um, and it just shows, it, it just shows like, a, I don't know, to me, I tried to adopt that mentality a lot of the time. And in the sense that, you know, I don't take a lot of stuff too seriously, but at the same time, like, you know, when it needs attention, I'll give it the attention it deserves and then try to figure it out. I just keep remembering the guy who kept moving his desk and then I put him in the closet or something. Milton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Milton. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor guy, man. That's so funny. Don't take the man's stapler. He'll burn um, your house down. <laughs> my favorite film, which is one I haven't seen that many times, and by that many I mean like 10 plus times, but I've seen it like a decent amount of times, is... Um, the uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory from 1971. Really? <laughs> I absolutely love that movie. I love the songs. I love, you know, Gene Wilder's amazing in it as Willy Wonka. But it's like, it's a great movie for kids because it's like a microcosm of life. You got like, all the characters represent some some kind of personality in society. You have like, uh, I think his name is Augustus Gloop, the, the fat, gluttonous kid who just can't stop consuming and you got like um veruca salt which you can say she's a salty kind of girl she represents you know spicy you know kind of sassy girls who are kind of very um demanding and um entitled and then um there's violet beauregard i think she was uh, one of the characters but um each one of those characters like they represent a kind of like a way of being you can choose to be these ways and then you have charlie bucket the poorest of the poor he's so yeah. poor it's comical that's what i love <laughs> like th- like it's so funny how poor he is like they really... <laughs> I not to say it like that but like they really play up the poverty <laughs> they really play it up in the movie but um but his you know his lesson from poverty is he's humble and mm. and in the end that's what kind of gets him through and then I guess the lesson is in the movie that Willy Wonka was looking for a successor yeah who was has his qualities not the other qualities of the people who you know I remember I think it's um I don't know if it's Veruca Salt her father had the whole factory 
flipping open the chocolate bars looking for the golden ticket. So he bought thousands of them. Yeah, I think and Charlie was, could yeah. only afford to buy a couple, and then he, I think he found a quarter on the street or something like that. Yeah. But um, I just like what the movie says about people, and and the, the songs are amazing. I've got a golden <laughs> ticket. I don't oh, know the God. other ones, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a very entertaining movie, and um, and it leans on a lot on Gene Wilder to really be like yeah. the eccentric character, and he does a great job of um doing that but i yeah i always thought of the movie extremely fondly you know if i may flip that movie on its head for a minute it's about nepotism (laughs) yeah exactly it is about nepotism (laughs) right yeah you got all these more or less qualified um applicants to a job especially augustus because all he does is eat eat chocolate yeah. yeah and then the kid who really just made a personal connection with the ceo gets the position right it makes me think like was willy wonka poor and did he have the same kind of trajectory? I would, I don't know much about the the chocolate factory lore to answer that one. <laughs> and for the record, I have not seen the the one with Johnny Depp. I have no desire to. Um, yeah. I don't know if they're gonna make that one with childish. I mean, uh, Donald Glover. Um, oh no! Is he playing Charlie or Willy Wonka? No, no, no. <laughs> exactly. The fact <laughs> that you have to ask, like, <laughs> it can go both ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, this is America. Chocolate in my area. Yeah. Um, no, but um, they, they want him to play Willy Wonka. I just like the movie how it is. You know, props to Donald Glover, whoever wants to play him. And even the Johnny Depp version. You know, I'm nothing against it. But I just, I like the movie the way it is. And I might see the, the Johnny Depp version at some point at someone's house in the background. But like, yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, I love this series. Or this is an amazing remake. No, I'll just leave it how it is and um you know go from there yeah that makes sense uh question 17 was the best response to a stranger texting the wrong number um i have one for this now it's only ever happened once and i'm glad i took the opportunity when when it arose Mm -hmm. um i got a work my work phone uh someone had texted it um thinking it was the previous owner's number and they're like um hey I forget whatever his name was. Maybe we'll just call him Jim. Hey, Jim, how's it going? Uh, this is Lacey from such and such store. Um, are you in town this weekend? And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I could have responded. This isn't Jim. This is, uh, you know, you have the wrong number now. Sorry. Or <laughs> I could reply, which is what uh, the text, which I did reply with is, um, hi, Lacey. Uh, sorry, I can't talk right now. The cell phone connection's really weak down here in Venezuela. I joined a <laughs> communist Marxist... Uh, rebellion, rebellion, and I'm fighting the capitalist pigs down here in down in South South what, South America, South America. Right. And uh, <clears throat> she replied, "Lol, that's so you." Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, then I was like, <laughs> that's and hilarious. then I come and then I come clean. And I was just like, okay, sorry, you got the wrong number, you know. That's yeah. so you. Yeah, who is this guy? <laughs> He probably is there doing that. Yeah, he's he's living a rich life. That's what he's doing. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. Um, best response. What's one I've actually received, or um, or like if you have a plan to send one, yeah. I don't know. Like I think I've had people text me, and you know I've actually texted people. I like when people just get to the point and just say it's not them. You know, I don't need to take you to take me on the joyride, like this person <laughs> on the joyride. Like, I'd rather just know. So in terms of what's the best response, um, I don't know, you up? I don't know, like, like 
like I don't know. I think I don't mind a little, you know, back and forth, but yeah. don't make it weird. Don't make it weird. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Question number eighteen. What's your favorite beer? Uh, I'm gonna go with Duval or is it Orval? I don't. I don't even know what. Not, fr- it's what not Fruly. Not Fruly. Oh, God, not Fruly. Have that. I have. I've only had one of those. You know, I've only oh, ever right. had one. <laughs> um. Yeah, it would be Duval, which is or Orval. It's a Belgian beer. It's about eight point five percent a bottle. It's good. Um, my favorite beer. I I really like um Bose. Love oh Tread. yeah, I yeah, love that beer. Um, I'm not really a connoisseur, so I don't really know. But personally, I'd say I love love the way it tastes, and um, yeah. I think it's made in Ontario, actually. I think it has. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it's international. At least yeah. it's definitely regional. All right, question 19. What is the most Wait, recognized... Can we just pause for a second? And, like, this tells you everything you need to know about um, the, both, the both of us. <laughs> we have a beer question. We cover it for literally 60 seconds. Yeah, no. Other <laughs> people talking about it, we like, go on for hours about like the hops and the, the this <laughs> and the that. And we're just like, two seconds, like, beer, done, next. <laughs> if, you want, if people want to know whether we're fun or not, there's the answer. Yeah, there's... Yeah. It's definitely a no. They spend a lot of time talking about music and movies, and they they skip right past the beer. <laughs> actually, speaking of songs, that is actually the next question. Um, what is the most recognizable song of all time? I think we should go with Beatles. Um, Here comes the sun. Yeah, that was pretty definitely something I said earlier. Like something on um, something Michael Jackson, like "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough" or something and are you like okay? that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, something like uh, definitely something Michael. It'd have to be by an artist who's so big that, mm, yeah, like literally their name just travels to all ends of the earth. But yeah, I think yeah, Beatles, Beatles, Michael Jackson, that makes sense. Yeah, or maybe by something with David David Hasselhoff. Maybe I don't even know any David Hasselhoff. He, supposedly he's a huge pop star in Germany, but let's just supposedly. not even talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> let's just move on. It's unproven. It sounds like one of those made up stories. <laughs> sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Alright, question 20. At what point did your life... Oh, at what point... I just butchered that one. At what point in your life did you realize that life isn't fair? And uh, this would be... In my life, it would be the second internship. (laughs) (laughs) The first one didn't do it for you. First one's okay. The first one was fine. The second internship, life sucks. It's not fair. (laughs) What is it specifically? Like, any specific experience where... So, uh, I can't name the company, but basically, um, all upper management was related. And they were related by either cousins or one or two brother and sisters and then aunts and uncles. So on paper, they more or less had different last names. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, they all came from the same generic, uh, same race, you know, same gene line. So they looked, they didn't look similar because, you know, they're aunts and uncles and cousins. But on paper, if you actually do like the family tree, all the upper management was filled with, by one family. And then I real, and then you you realize <laughs> you're like I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, here. <laughs> yeah. What am I gonna do? Become like you know the uh, the marry into the family. That's what yeah. I gotta marry into the family, or become the manager of the interns, which is not what I'm gonna do there. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's that. Um, and the other thing about that job is it just wasn't. I mean, it was a good atmosphere. It was a, it was a fun job nonetheless. But when it come when it came down to like what I actually did there, just. Yeah, you realize like, oh wow, someone else could be doing this job for the same amount of money or or more, and yeah, it yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know if I have any one particular thing in mind, but I do. Like I keep learning that the world is unfair. Like you know what I mean. Like it's it's not one specific thing. It's just like I keep learning. Like something will happen. I'll be like, hmm, that was unfair. And and there'll be constantly different situations. But it, I don't think you ever stop learning. The world's unfair. I think yeah. the world just keeps telling you, oh, you thought it was this way. Okay, that's like that. Guess what? <laughs> Your neighbor makes twenty thousand dollars more than you. Right. Has a job that's less. <laughs> I would say, if you just accept that the world will keep showing you that it's unfair then you you won't be as disappointed yeah rather than saying oh i found out the world is unfair and this is the reality no it's going to be more progressively unfair as you get older and i think older people try to scream that to us all the time yeah hear it well there's that other there's that line uh, a pessimist is never disappointed you know you keep looking for the bad and like something good happens like oh Ah, there you go. And then, but then there's also a line by Kanye: "Any pessimists, I ain't talk to them because I didn't have a phone in my apartment." I don't get it. <laughs> he's saying, okay, essentially the line saying, <laughs> he's like, "I never talked to pessimists, but I never had a phone to even talk to them in the first place." This is a funny line. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So does he have like a hotline to a pessimist? No, or do they just give it out, give out his number to pessimists. <laughs> Does just raise more questions than it answers. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye. Uh, question 21. What are some smart ways to save money? Well, here's a real smart one. Don't spend it. <laughs> Done. That's true. Okay. Is there an answer? And I can elaborate more on that. I'd but is there answer. an answer that you... Something that you could say towards somebody... Because, you know, we're, we're young. We have needs. We, sp- <laughs> we, we, we buy things that we think we need. Okay. So aside from spending money, because people will spend money, yeah. always spend money. What's another way? While so, spending money, saving. At yeah. The same time. I never saw the point in getting a personal trainer unless you're an athlete or someone who like desperately needs this third-party advice to help you do an act, a physical activity. Um, and the reason I say is like because when you like you, know, people, you just want to be sexy, then. Get a Twitch account and start live streaming day to day. There's the answer. <laughs> so are you saying personal training, train yourself, or no? I'm saying well, we're in a, we're in a day and age where it's not really necessary. I mean, yeah, maybe like in the early late '90s or so, you would need that because there wasn't exactly a lot of resources. You go to the library, you get a book, or like you would ask somebody who knew. Now you have like a YouTube fitness. Now you got YouTube. You got other podcasts. You have all this material at your fingertips mm-hmm. there's really no need to pay another guy $25 an hour to just tell you a be google essentially for you and the reason i say the the exception is that if you're someone who has absolutely no clue and you think you'll endanger yourself by all means get a trainer if you're an athlete and you're training to uh, you know run a, a 10 mile run get a trainer it's gonna help um but for just regular folks going to the gym and they're like, oh, I need a trainer. It's like, no, you, you don't. <laughs> so in generally, you're saying like um, DIY, like do things yourself. Yeah, instead DIY. Instead of unnecessarily spending money on the... Okay, that's interesting. Um, as somebody who personally has, has saving issues in my, in my past, and <laughs> um, I would say some smart ways. I'd say people don't like penalize themselves enough like they'll spend an ungodly amount mm. and they'll just feel bad about it but they won't there's no record um there's no follow-up falter yeah. so like if you're gonna spend a lot of money then say okay i'm spending 500 bucks or whatever 
on something I don't need, then a certain percentage of that I will put in my savings. Yeah. And the, because while people have the money, they do have the money to save, they don't, they look at it as a buy or don't buy and instead of should I buy this thing but also make an actionable thing to save. So I think that's helped me and um, please do not take financial advice from me. Christ. <laughs> They're actually. Well, I was gonna say the you one advice. Two pennies to rub together. <laughs> but he said, and now I. <laughs> yeah, no, you broke. You're broke. Well, in Canada, we don't even have pennies anymore. No, true. <laughs> um, no, but we both use the same budgeting app uh, to manage our day to day, and I've found like that is one way you can definitely oh, like true. Yeah, that's, punch that's yourself in the stomach for right. spending unholy amounts of money on something. Right, and a lot of people like I've seen memes. Um, you know that meme where the guy's like going like this, the black guy? It's oh, like the thinking meme. Yeah, yeah thinking yeah. meme. And then it's like, um, you can't be broke if you don't check your account balance. Like, <laughs> I think lack of accountability. Yeah. Like having an app that tells you you are broke, stop spending money. <laughs> what like, are you doing? Look at look at the percentage of your money you spend on food and like senseless stuff that can't even be categorized as so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, that helps. It definitely helps. Gives you reality checks. Yeah. It's like a reality check that your parents would give you, which is like, stop. Yeah. Stop, stop doing what you're this. doing. Yeah. Um, and for the listeners out there, that app is called Mint. Download it today. Not sponsored. Because <laughs> why the hell? Would this ad sponsored? brought to you by Mint Financial. <laughs> Don't be broke. They didn't pay us for that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> See, that's, that's how they're saving money. What? They're getting free sponsorships. Oh. Okay. <laughs> then I shouldn't tell them about this Canada Dry I just had. Kind of dry. It's wet, but also dry. Um, yeah, so there's not going to be any ads on this, unfortunately. No, there's not. And I doubt anyone's ever going to pay me to do an ad. <laughs> but we'll see. Hey, advertisers, if you want ad space, here. <laughs> That's the worst ad I've ever heard. Here. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Why not here? You should, that's the pitch you should just do. For, um, just walk to a woman. It's like, if you're looking for a man, <laughs> Here. Here I am, in, in all my glory or unglory. Here I am. This is what you get. Nothing more. Okay, all right. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Question twenty-two. What did you like about growing up in the two thousands? Um, the internet was a simpler place. You know, you had uh, you had your MSN. Maybe <laughs> that was it. That was oh, like, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was also like, I found, this probably sounds stupid, but I remember having a lot more free time because there wasn't internet so easily available. Right. I would say that. Yeah. Like, you would spend more time outside with people just shooting the breeze. Yeah. Because there's nothing to go home to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you already know it's on TV, too. So, like, yeah. you already know what the program's going to be. So, it's like, nothing's on tonight. Let me just, yeah. you know, play baseball for four hours or whatever yeah. it may be. I mean, like, I, and I spend like maybe two, three hours gaming. And I remember back when I played like Star Wars Battlefront Two on like this ridiculously not not gaming PC, um, and I spent like an hour playing that. And like, I would feel bad about spending an hour gaming. Right. And it was just like, well, that's yeah. nothing. Now. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. <laughs> Plop my ass down in front of that thing for three hours. No, I, I agree with that. Like, being outside and and also like. The need to make, like, the need to ha have relationships with people and maintain them. Yeah. Rather than just people watching. Yeah. You have to actually maintain relationships with people. I think that's probably it for me, yeah. All right. 
Uh, <clears throat> question 23. Why live where you live? And this is very open-ended. So it could... I mean, like, I like living in Toronto because... Can we, can we just for the record, say anything you want? Can we not do the, the free healthcare riff? Because I, I'm just so tired of hearing that. It's not was free. Say, it, it was we, on my list. We, pay, my list. we pay so much money for it. And the system is broken. But, like, to say that it's free, it's not free. Well, I mean, like, I would put asterisks, but no one's going to see them. I can't say asterisks. Um, but, no, I like living in Toronto because I it's like a sleepy suburb city where it's, like, nothing's too busy unless it needs to be busy. And then it's also kind of laid back in, like, the neighborhood. What, what if somebody's listening to this podcast and on the subway and it's a delay? And they hear that. <laughs> and they just hold up their two middle fingers. Like, <laughs> wherever you are... F you. Well, that's the other thing. The transit is moderately decent. I don't get why the, the, I can understand why people like are infuriated why they can't get to where they need to go. But for what the TDC offers, um, streetcars every ten-ish minutes or less, buses ten minutes or less, and then subway trains around every four minutes. And like you know, we've traveled. We were waiting for a streetcar one time for fourteen minutes. There's yeah. been trains in Tokyo where we had to wait a half hour. Um, there's like there's these things that's like you take for granted unless you travel elsewhere. And uh, I remember I, I remember specifically that that tram waiting for a tram in Amsterdam for 14 minutes drove me up the wall because I was like, there's no reason why why a tram can't just drive up here right now, pick me up and take me down the street. There's no reason. So you would say the tallies, do's and don'ts of Toronto obviously ends up in the do. In the do, yeah. It's like I, for what it's worth. This city is pretty decent. I would not consider... I have considered moving elsewhere, but ultimately I haven't because I was just like, well, everything's kind of decent here. <laughs> um, why well, live... Okay. Oh, okay. So people were wanting to know why... Um, everything people think about Toronto is practically <laughs> true, I think. Toronto like, the good. And... I, You know, everybody that I've known who's come here family or whatever they always have good things to say and 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 i guess i only have good things to say because i don't want to talk down about city, <laughs> but, um yeah it's like it's like a, a little dose of um we got we got our little uh i would say pleasant bill but it kind of not really if you're familiar with that movie i i, I am familiar yeah it's not like pleasant bill though isn't that ah. the one where, like, everybody's so nice and... Yeah, it's like this 50s weird scenario. Yeah. I think, why well, live in Toronto? You get everything that you could want out of a city, really. Yeah, yeah, right? that's good. We, yeah. Have, we have beaches, we have, um, you know, forests and parks and yeah. outdoor areas, and we have the, you know, um, downtown core, and we have the, you know, you can party in Toronto. It's a pretty decent party city. Yep. Um... So yeah, I think it's everything. You can get like a slice of everything here. And, yeah. Because um, I've been to other cities, especially in the U.S. You go to like a, a small city or something like that, or a much smaller city, and they have they might have a small nightlife, or they might not have you know too many parks or whatever. So I think here you get um, a slice of everything, and you know, you, then you have a more diverse kind of society where you know a lot of cyclists, a lot of yeah. walkers, a lot of bikers people on like weird th three-wheelers and stuff yeah um yeah all right um i guess you would kind of agree with me then well i live where you live <laughs> you could say toronto as well what oh why oh why the boy we both live here well yeah. technically I live yeah 
All right. Uh, what is what well, big... for, the, for the record? That was a terrible sales pitch. If we were pitching, I know Tron we're pitching Tron. It's got everything. You can just do whatever you want. Fine. Well, like we have people on bikes, and we also have people on cars. Does your city have? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, you got trans. Oh, you got transit. Uh, yeah, you. Oh, oh. Night- nightlife. Oh, wait, no, no. We have free healthcare. That's what <laughs> there we it have. Is. Do you have yeah. that? Okay. <laughs> Actually, soon to be legalized uh, cannabis use, so you got that. But you can't smoke it in the street. That's you know, normal. every conversation I hear on on or read about on Facebook in the comment section, it's like Canada so does something, and then Americans and Canadians we went back and forth. Mm. Americans were like, "We don't need Canada. Um, we never needed you guys." And then Canadians would be like, "We have free health care." Like, why do you always have to devolve <laughs> to that? Like, that's always like it's like the gut punch, right? It's like it's really like going for the going for the you know the um, jugular, jugular yeah. right? Yeah, you're trying to make the other person hurt. Like the guy, the old guy's yelling at his desk. He's like holding on to his knee. He's in pain. Anyways, um, yeah. Shall we? All right. Uh, what is the big misconception about your country? So the healthcare is not free. <laughs> yeah. The misconception that people hold within the country itself. Yeah. Um, that's. Um, definitely true. And I guess we, we always speak about the Canadians are so nice or whatever. Yeah. So, spoiler alert for any international listeners. I know there's one of you. <laughs> um, or maybe zero. We're only talking to the void. Um, a big mis... Yeah. Canadians aren't so much polite as we are very non-combative and passive-aggressive. So, you may offend us. We're not going to tell you. Or if we do tell you, it's going to be an answer like, oh, don't worry about it. But in our heads, we're like, oh, fuck this guy. It's going to be like that. Um, you know, people like some guy like, you know, bumped into me the other day. You know, do the casual sorry. Yeah. But in my head, I'm just like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, just like mumbling to myself. Like, how could, like, you know, I'm right in front of you. How do you not see me? <laughs> I love what, um, what Trudeau said when... Um, Trump's like he was complaining about the negotiations on NAFTA and whatever and then um, uh, Trudeau was like you know Canadians we're nice but we will not be pushed around (laughs) and I'm like I love that because like we we live here so we know we have beef with people people have beef with each other yeah I think generally you know we're more you know uh, on the surface we're more you know nicer and whatnot yeah yeah uh, I think it is a misconception, and and people abroad, like we've met, they 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 believe it so much they try to tell us, like yeah, I thought you were supposed to be nice, like, well, <laughs> but other than that, I think um, yeah, I think maybe that's the biggest misconception that yeah. we're nice, uh, but maybe it's just us, maybe we're not well, nice and the again, rest of the people. On the flip side, I have been the nice Canadian because I, I remember I, think, I can't remember if I told you this, but the first time I went to Amsterdam um, and Germany by myself. Um, I went to a hostel and I was uh, thinking about getting a power a power bar for the hostel room because I knew there was only going to be like one outlet and everyone else is going to have their phones plugged into it 90% of the time. And I thought, you know what would solve that problem? If someone brought a, a stupid like extension cord power adapter bar thing just to plug in and then you got like seven outlets. Boom, problem solved. And I remember telling one of the guys in the hostel room that. And he's like, oh, yeah, leave it to the Canadian to, like, you know, think to bring a power adapter cord thing on a trip to so that everyone else in the room has power. You know what? That's another thing I feel, though, when, when I travel abroad. It's like we got to live up to our Canadian name. Yeah. So people are expecting us to do things, like, that are... Oh, the accent. Is it... No one's asked you to do the accent? I can't even do it. I know oh. what it is, too. I can't reproduce it, though. I've heard it. Like, yeah. It's very, you know... Um, I don't say towny, but it is towny. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, me and uh, me and Buddy were just going up to the Timmy Hortons to get like double double doubles, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't that. think. I think, but that's not global Canadian. That's not, for example, no, no, like, no, like Ontario. Yeah. yeah, like but like when people think of Canadians, they just they what do they think? They think you know um, multicultural. They think they don't think of a specific accent, but they can hear that it sounds weird to them though. Yeah. Oh, I did. I uh, yeah. One of the guys at, in Portugal, I said um, mouse. I said the word mouse. I don't know. I forget what, I forget what the, the context of the situation was, but I said mouse. And he said, he said, you're pronouncing the O-U-S weird. And he was, he said it mouse. Like you, where is he, he from? He was, uh, where was he from? He was, he was living in Spain. He was from Venezuela, but he lived in the, he was from like, nationally, he's American. Uh, I forget where in America though. But he would elongate the O-U-S, mouse. Whereas oh. I would say mouse. <laughs> It was like a short, I don't know. It was one of those weird things. All right. And we're coming up to the final question. What fictional character do you identify with the most? I would say, I, I want to, I'm going to take the, um, I'm going to take the answer from somebody else. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I saw this interview where, um, it was called, I think it was called, um, inside the actor's studio and say an interview with an actor or some kind of performer and um, it was Dave Chappelle in the episode, and they asked him what fictional character did, did he identify with most, or a question similar to that. And he said, um, Bugs Bunny. And uh, I always like that answer because, hmm. like, he, he kind of creates mischief, but also, like, he does the most ridiculous thing he could possibly do. And I think sometimes, like, I, that's what I do. I say the most ridiculous thing I can for reaction and for entertainment uh, yeah, and okay. I think he does the same thing like yeah. like when you're watching Bugs Bunny he's not doing anything that makes any sense it's always the most ridiculous thing he could possibly do and you know I think I imitate that in, in um, the way I speak to, to people like I'll say something completely outrageous which I'm surprised I haven't said anything on, on here so far but <laughs> in person I'll say crazy things and I don't mean them Mm-hmm. But it's just like, you know, I try to see what the edge is. And I think Bugs Bunny is the same thing where he does, yeah. okay, you know, the audience think I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to take it even further. I'm going to do something. And he's always like dressing up. And I don't really do impersonations because he does a lot of impersonations. But um, I do um, do some form of impersonations where <laughs> I like I impersonate somebody else and I'll be like, okay, this is what they would say and yeah. try to take it as far as I can. But I think. Yeah, I'll surprise you, Bugs Bunny. Yeah. I was going to say, um, and I've, I've used this actually in a previous episode of this podcast, which if you haven't listened to, by the way, check it out. Nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I you just plug your own podcast plug my on, own your, podcast. Own, on like, your own podcast. If no one's going to sponsor me, I'm going to sponsor me. That's how <laughs> that's going to work. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned uh, That 70s Show in the previous episode. Um, and again, it's it's Eric from That 70s Show, where it's just like this nerdy white kid who's just you know growing up in suburbia. Hmm. And just, I don't know, there's never been an aspect of his character I didn't, like, identify with. Um, the I could actually kind of see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a bit of the wittiness. He's very snarky, too. Snarky, yeah. yeah. Um, like, just terrible in relationship standings. <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. There we go. Done. The only thing is, my dad has never threatened to shove his foot up my ass. Only difference. <laughs> What's his dad's name? Red? Red, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a great, what a great character. Yeah. No, I was like, it's one of the... It's the dad that people wish they had so that they didn't have that dad. 
Yeah, no, like he's yeah. never happy. No, he never has anything positive to say. No positive <laughs> reinforcements for his kids and nothing like that. Yeah. Um, but any final thoughts on the twenty-five questions or? No, it's that wraps it up. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, shout out to all the six people listening, <laughs> and the other six that might listen if we uh, bleep out those words. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, we'd be double, wouldn't it? It'd be twelve because we get double the audience. No, no, no. <laughs> six and another six. Anyways, yeah. uh, peace, love, positivity, and spend a night in Rapongi. A wild night in Rapongi. I like how you're closing up my podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> F, F and B's in Rapongi. I can't. We can't say that. But uh, no, thanks for coming on. Well, maybe we'll see you again if I can't get anybody else. <laughs> um, and that concludes this episode of Twenty Five Questions, the podcast with uh, random people. Thanks for listening. And uh, check out the previous episode because self-plug.